there and welcome to another very special episode of How We Sees It. I am the woman of the hour, Asia Lee, your life coach, your mentor, your sister girl, your friend, your biggest supporter, your everything, okay? So today, before the year is up, we're going to have a nice reflective and I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet as I can, but you know, I have a hard time doing that. But um, a reflective podcast where we just count our blessings and count our lessons as well. And not like it is a choice to say this was a terrible year for me. Like things happen, but I don't remember the last time I can say, oh, my God, this year was just absolutely horrendous. When I started taking control of my life, I stopped saying that. I'm not even going to lie to you. I remember some bad years and I was just hating it there. And then I took control of my life and changed everything, and I've been good ever since. Things happen, they come up, and they will continue to do so. But these have been some great years, and they're only going to keep getting better as I get older and as I grow and as I learn more and as I elevate. So I hope y'all doing the same thing. Now, today's episode is an overview of the three mind states. And, you know, I'm big on mental health and just getting us to understand who we are a little bit better. And it doesn't just mean in personality. It means what what actually goes on in our brains, right? And how we connect it back to the way that we act in real life. So, three mind states are the emotional mind, the rational mind, and the wise mind. When we're in the emotional mind, we're in an emotional state. Emotional mind is made up of raw emotions and emotion-driven thoughts. Our raw emotions are our feelings. And I want us to stop right here and understand that. I saw a podcast today. You know, I always watch my podcast with my guys talking that good stuff. And they made it very clear that men lead with emotion a lot as well. Because if they were as logical and rational as they think they are then they would not be messing up their households for cheating scandals and things of that nature and letting sex control the way they view things and their behavior and their actions. That's an emotion, the way that you feel. Horny is a feeling. All right. Okay. Just wanted us to be clear on that. Um, Our raw emotions are our feelings. Emotion-driven thoughts are the thoughts that go through our minds when we're in emotional states. They're driven by or are caused by the emotions we're experiencing. For instance, if we're angry, we have angry thoughts about hurting someone, getting even, etc. If we're depressed, we have depressed thoughts. You know, that's where suicidal thoughts try to kick in and attack us. And, you know, just feeling really down on yourself, on life, and not feeling good. That's the emotional mind. The rational mind. When we're in the rational mind... We're thinking rationally and logically. We're dealing with reality and seeing things as they truly are. When we're in emotional mind, we see things and think about things based on how we feel. And we're all guilty of it. I know I have been guilty of being in situations and I can only see what I feel about the situation, how I think it happened. And I saw, um, I heard a sound today that was like, you know, when things happen to us, this is the importance of spending time alone. Your mind can really trick you from what really happened to what you think happened. Because there's 18 sides to every story. Okay, but we're not even going to go that deep. Anyway. 
When we're in the emotional mind, we see things and think about things based on how we're feeling. Like when we're depressed, we see things, we see everything as depressing. We see the world through dark colored glasses, like everything just sucks. When we turn on rational mind, we see things clearly. We're dealing with the fact and reality as they truly are. And understanding, when you're dealing with a rational mind, then you can understand that whatever it is that you're going through, you probably can get past. That similar things have happened in the past before and you've gotten past it. But if you think emotionally and let that take over, then you're going to feel like it's the end or be or you can't take no more. And that's it. Then we have the wise mind. When we're in wise mind, and of course, we all just want to be wise minded. Um, when we're in wise mind, we're focused on problem solving. Ooh, that's how I know I'm in wise mind because I say that all the time. Like I'm a solution based person. I don't even like people around me complaining for too long because what are we going to do about it? That's what the life coaching is really about. We could talk about the problems all day. Now, let's start talking about small ways that we can fix it. <sighs> Why is mine? That might want to get over here, guys. Not saying that I'm never in the emotional or rational minds either, but I try to live my life in the wise mind as often as I can. Now, when we're in the wise mind, we're focused on problem solving. Wise mind turns on when we're dealing with our problems based on what's going on in our emotional mind with, and what rational mind has to say about the situation. So it's basically a mixture of the two. And I've had a podcast episode about this as well. With the limbic system, this is stuff that's really just in our brain. Thinking rationally and emotionally, they go together. You feel the emotion first. And then it goes rationally, but nobody can be more of one or the other because it doesn't balance out. You can't think more emotionally than rationally because then you're not going to make good decisions. You can't think rationally more than you think emotionally because then you're not going to have a sense of direction on the decisions that you make. Everything is just going to be by the book. But when you think what about wise mind is both of them mixed together and what makes sense are that. Wise mind isn't just about knowing what to do. It's about following through with what we know to do. Ooh, baby, that's true. Wise mind is action-oriented, wise action. Mm. So I'm a little wise-minded because sometimes I know what to do and I don't always follow through with that. So we're going to keep focusing on being all the way wise-minded. Now, we have um, a section here that basically describe some of the emotions that we feel the raw emotions that we feel and then the emotion driven thoughts and then what the rational mind thinks and what the wise mind is and that's what you really want to get to so when you're angry your emotion driven thoughts are I don't get mad I get even the rational mind says getting even would feel good but it would cause me a lot more problems that's just understanding that I probably want to get even, but if I want peace for my life, then I'm going to make it worse if I do that. And so obviously rational is a, is a higher step than thinking emotionally, especially when it's the raw negative emotions. And so with the wise mind, it says getting even isn't the way to go. I've got to move on and not allow myself to get in this type of situation again. And that's good. I read these things for myself. My therapist actually sent this to me. And I talked about the personality disorders with her as well. But this is beautiful. It's like these are the tools that we need to understand that we can think better. It's so low vibrational to say, I don't get mad, I get even. Like, relax. 
go sit yourself down somewhere and understand that getting even isn't the way to go. You got to move on and not allow yourself to get in that situation again. Because how many times we going to keep getting even with people? going to get even with a different person in the same type of situation next time it's not worth it we just have to learn how to stay out of these situations and how to stay peaceful and stay attracted to the things that feed positivity in our lives some raw emotions we may feel are like depressed hopeless helpless worthless empty for anybody feeling depressed hopeless helpless worthless or empty These are some emotion-driven thoughts that you might have. I'd be better off dead. Suicidal thoughts are emotional-driven thoughts. My family would be better off without me. There's no reason to live now. I don't deserve any better than this. Those are emotion-driven thoughts when you feel raw emotions that we're we're all entitled to feel depressed, hopeless, helpless, worthless, and empty. Although I don't want anybody feeling any of those things honestly I like to have hope in all of the things that I'm not sure is going to happen for me I don't ever feel helpless because with the Lord you are never helpless and I saw one of my good friends say something today you're never lacking you have abundance as long as you have God but that's a choice to have that spiritual connection and not worthless and empty there's no worse feeling than feeling worthless and empty now in the rational mind instead of saying I'd be better off dead you probably be thinking, I really don't want to die. I just want the pain to go away. That's when we thinking clearly. We know we don't want to die, y'all. Come on now. Those are emotions taking over and just trying to lead the way. You don't want to die. You just want these problems to go away because if they went away tomorrow, you'll be good to go. And that's why I say in my suicide prevention, give it one more day. Tomorrow could be the day it's all better. And then... When you think of those emotion-driven thoughts like my family will be better off without me, the rational mind would say, destroying myself would destroy my family. They'd be better off if I got my life in order. And that's how I feel about when it comes to the Twitch situation. There's no judgment, absolutely not. But destroying myself would destroy my family. Them kids got to live without their daddy. It's not right. They didn't deserve that. Those children deserved a father. I'm not sure if he had a father in his life, but it is a selfish decision to make when you choose suicide and I still have the same compassion and love and care in my heart for anybody that still feels the need to go that route but this is why I make these episodes so that if you've ever felt these things identify with the emotion driven thoughts that you felt and now here's some rational minded and wise minded things to think so that you can get away from those and we can feel better um when you have emotion-driven thoughts like there's no reason to live now a rational mind would say things have changed and my life is going a different direction now we just got to accept the fact that things are not always going to be the way that we want them to be that's the bottom line and once we get comfortable with that and can learn to be adaptable then things won't be as hard as they actually seem Then when you have those emotion-driven thoughts that say, I don't deserve any better than this, your rational mind will kick in and say, I deserve good things, but I must do things to bring them out. When I'm good to people, I deserve people to be good to me. And although that doesn't always happen that way, but if you believe that you deserve good things and you constantly put love into the air, and that's what I fight so hard with myself with every single day, 
keep pushing through with love, girl. Because the more love you give, the more love you're going to receive. It might not even be in this moment. It don't have to be. But that's just how karma works. Just like when you do bad things. It don't got to be in the moment when it come back to you. But that's just how karma works. It'll catch your ass 10 years later. I want my blessings to catch me for the rest of my life. So I'm going to keep putting in that work now. Now, in the wise mind, when you're having those raw emotions of depressed, hopeless, helpless, worthless, and emptiness, with those emotion-driven thoughts that make you not want to live, in the wise mind, we're going to say, I'm too depressed right now to think realistically about my situation. That's acknowledging the fact that we have the right to be depressed if we're depressed. But understand that depression causes some delusion. On making you feel like life will never be better than what it seems like right now. It's no time to make any major decisions other than decision to get some therapy and antidepressants. If that's what you need. I'll have to allow some time to feel better again and to get a new direction for my life. That's just us reparenting and coddling ourselves we gotta be okay when things are bad and understand that it's gonna get better and I gotta allow myself to feel this pain of whatever it is that I'm feeling whatever's getting me depressed maybe it's a relationship that hurt me a loss of a job or people money places things whatever it is sit in it and, and let's find some new direction that's that's the bottom line people Because these things of life are always going to keep hitting us. I say this all the time. It's never going to stop. We just have to learn how to be able to tackle it. And every single time we tackle it, we tackle it some more. We tackle it some more. And the next thing don't seem so bad. And that's how we get through life. And then by the time you turn around, you'll be living life with joy. Even through all the mess. Still dancing through the rain. I'm just saying. Give it a try. Now, when we're having those raw emotions of feeling betrayed rejected, hurt, alone, lonely. You might have emotion-driven thoughts saying, nobody understands me. And instead of that, you can think rationally and say, folks don't understand me when I'm big time in emotional mind. I don't understand myself either when I get that way. And that's true. Half the time we feel like nobody understands us because we don't even understand ourselves in the moment. Okay, you getting that emotion driven thought saying no one will ever love me. Nobody cares about me. Get rational and say my family loves me and has helped me a lot over the years. Like we got to stop being so dramatic with certain things, because when you in that emotional mind, you do get dramatic. People do love you. People do care about you. You do have people that you can talk to. Stop playing. But you in that emotional mind and we can come up out of it. The emotional mind just takes over the most because it's the first thing that hits the system. When, when the sensory hits and that information hits our brain, it goes to the emotional mind first. So it's up to you to be able to, as it directs itself to the um, rational part of the brain, for you to control it and bring it down and bring it back instead of just allowing it to take over the whole entire brain. I'm not a scientist here, but I'm just saying I understand the concept. Um, and when we when we want to think rationally about our family and nobody loving us, we want to say, my family loves me and has helped me a lot over the years. They're just burnt out and angry because of what I've done over and over. And that could be it just being fallouts or whatever. It, it's not a moment to have to blame yourself about something. 
I like the first part about just being realistic about people have been there for you. Even if that they're not there for you right now in the way that you want them to be, they have been before. Um, if you have emotion-driven thoughts, feeling like you're a social reject, let's think rationally by saying people I want to be around reject me when I do things that aren't acceptable to them. And so that can get you to understand that you don't have to be accepted by people. You want to be around those people. But some people decided that how you are and what you do is not acceptable. So now you have decided that you will reject. You don't get to make that decision about yourself because you want to be around people that are not aligned and like-minded with you. You need to find people who are and call it a day. You're not the reject. They are. Now, in a wise mind, they would like for us to say, I apologize to my family and let them know I'll go back and rehab and get my life in order again, okay? They've always welcomed me back into their lives when I'm living a recovery lifestyle. And I guess that's for people who may be on drugs and feel alone and abandoned in life, but they taking it a little too far. But that still goes for anybody that's listening that may have been on drugs and feel like betrayed, rejected, hurt, alone, and lonely by their family that they may have caused pain on. And now they can only look at it as if everybody leaving them for that. Or just people feeling like nobody understands them. Or people who just feel like social rejects in general. So, you know, the information goes so far wide. We have a couple more. And then we're going to get out of here. If ever we are having those raw emotions of feeling abused, used, mistreated, paranoid, and mistrusting, usually our emotional mind makes us say, she'll screw me over just like everyone else has. And then our rational mind will say, she's not everyone or everything that has ever hurt me. And it's harder. It's harder for us. That means that we lead with emotion a lot. For anybody out there that just feels like, yeah, everybody's all the same. Men are all the same. Women are all the same. You're leading with an emotional mindset instead of thinking rationally. We don't know everybody in the whole entire world. Nobody did it to you but the people that knew you before, the person that don't know. If that makes sense, okay? She's not everyone or everything that has ever hurt me. She's been good to me and she'll probably continue to be good to me. Let's think positive psychology first. I'd rather be naive in the positive psychology and trying to believe that people are good people instead of feeling like everybody's going to be bad because I feel like I will attract that energy. Even when I think people are good people, they're still bad sometimes, and that's okay. But I still seem, seem to feel protected when I think the best of them and they turned out to be a jackass. That's on them. Again, their karma's going to come back for not being their purest form when I am. Um... And then you want to think logically and say, rationally and say, she'll probably continue to be good to me if I'm good to her. She may disappoint me now and then. That's normal for any relationship. And so with the wise mind, because we don't even want to just accept that. With the wise mind, we want to say, when I start thinking she's going to hurt me like many people have in my life, I'll remind myself of the truth about her. I'll turn my mind to focus on how loyal and kind she's been to me. So not thinking the worst of people. When you're feeling abused, used, mistreated, paranoid. Paranoid, that's the key. You decided that this person is going to do something to you. And sometimes that's how we sabotage good situations. All right. When we feel scared, worried, confused, paralyzed, anxious, and panicky, we have emotional mind states of feeling like, 
emotion driven thoughts like I can't deal with this I'll never get over this that's what a lot of us feel like whatever we're going through right now we'll never be able to get past and we'll never get over it if we think rationally then we can say I can deal with this I'm just not in any mood to do it that's the thing we can do all of the things that life tries to throw in our faces it's about the emotional and mental capacity, the physical capacity that we feel like we have to actually do it. Nothing cannot be done. Nothing cannot be changed. It's just some people just so tired, they don't feel like it. And I and I no judgment there, but we need you here. We need you to keep fighting. Now again, with your rational mind, you're going to say I can deal with this. I'm just not in any mood to do so. Getting through this requires me to do things I don't feel like doing and things I'm not comfortable doing. I can deal with this. Though it will be one of the hardest things I've ever done, it is still possible. This will be a major challenge to get through and I'll need support and help. It's that simple. This is going to be tough for me, but I can do it. I Do I feel like it? No, I do not. But can I? Yes. That's rational. The emotional mind say, you know what? I'm done. I can't do this no more. Yes, you can. Rational mind. And then in the wise mind, I remind myself of my strengths and how I've gotten through tough times before. How many times I got to say this? I don't have to be a therapist. My therapist sent this to me. I don't have to be a therapist to know that. I go to church and they tell us the same thing, which we, which we already know. When you remember what you've been through before, you can get through this time. I will remind myself of my strengths and the things that I am good at. How I've gotten through tough times before. I'll contact my sponsor. See, this is when we're talking about the drug people. Contact your sponsor and get counseling at the clinic. I'll use distress tolerance skills. Come on, we, we have distress tolerance skills. We just got to get it out. Just got to find that information and find what's best for you. So that when you are in stress level situations, high stress level situations, you have coping mechanisms and positive coping skills to get through this tough time. I'll write up a game plan for how I'm going to do it. And that's where life coaching comes in. When you get in those stressful moments, you literally have to write down how you're going to get through what is aggravating you right now. That's all, guys. But we we can do what we got to do. Last two. If ever we're having those raw emotions of feeling desperate, out of control, or overwhelmed, you might have thoughts like, recovery hasn't done me any good, life will never be better, screw everything, there's no way out, nothing stays good for long, there's no hope for me. And whether you ever been in recovery or not, we all have feelings of nothing stays good for long, there's no hope for me. And so, if you're in recovery... The rational mind could say six months in recovery has brought about many great changes like a good job, housing, cash flow, better relations with my family. Life got better as I got better. Life is going to happen and normal life problems will come my way even when I'm in recovery. And that's recovery for anything, for any healing process. Life is still going to be difficult, not two steps back, not two steps forward and 10 steps back. When you're healing and you're trying to do better, life is still going to be difficult through the healing journey. Now, in the recovery, people, they said I created this bad situation by getting involved with someone who wasn't really into recovery because I was lonely. Okay. Now, 
desperate, out of control, overwhelmed. I'll be better off a drunk. I'm happy when I'm using. This is for anybody that's in recovery. Or if you know somebody that's in recovery, give them these tools. That's what this pop, this platform is for. It doesn't have to specifically be for you. If you know somebody struggling, here's a rational mind state they could think instead of thinking they're better off drunk or they're happier when they're using. I was not happy when I was drinking and drugging. My life was miserable. I lost everything and my life was a grand example of the cycle of suffering. And in our wise minds, when we're feeling desperate, out of control and overwhelmed, we will say, I will say no to temptation and impulses to relapse on whatever it is your addiction may be. It could be people, places, sex, money, drugs, whatever it is. I will say no to temptation and impulses to relapse. I will call my sponsors, my mentors, whoever you use as a support system. If I start wigging out, I use I will use positive coping skills and I will not get involved in another relationship until I have at least one year in recovery. And a lot of y'all need self recovery. Stop getting in another relationship because these relationships are drugs, too. This is not just to people that's addicted to actual drugs. I'm taking this to people that's addicted to people. Give yourself a year of recovery, please. All right, because I've given it to myself. I'm one year. We getting ready to go into year four. And I feel like this last year is going to be even stronger tunnel vision than the other years have been. Um, I'll listen to everyone that warns me about an unhealthy relationship. I knew better and I was warned, but I got involved anyway. And we, and we don't want to keep doing that. We don't want to just keep taking our L's on the chin. Let's just stop taking the L's. Let's just stop doing L shit. Sorry for those all right the last but not least when we have real emotions like being stupid or like a failure and your emotion driven thoughts come like i'm a worthless piece of crap or i screw everything up that rational mind is going to kick in and say i feel worthless when i focus on my worst qualities and mistakes Ooh, that was nasty you only feel worthless when you focus on all the bad things about yourself no realize that we create these things for ourselves. We sometimes create these mind states, these depressions, these anxieties. We do it to ourselves, overthinking, overwhelmed, fear of judgment. And we feel worthless when we focus on the worst qualities. That's why I'd rather somebody call it cocky, conceited, whatever you want. I'm so amazing. I be making myself laugh. I cracked myself up. I am really my best friend. Because if you don't see your best qualities, how will the rest of the world, how are you ever going to be successful and you don't even believe it yourself? And that's half of the world out here. Not as confident as they try to show up themselves to be. And then in other ways, you see them insecurity seeping out them pores. Now, let's think what that rational mind says when you feel like a stupid little failure and you a worthless piece of crap that screws everything up. That rational mind is going to remind you that you feel worthless when you focus on your worst qualities and mistakes. The truth is, I have many positive qualities and I've done many positive things for others. That's what you need to start telling yourself. Many people depend on me and value me. I've made mistakes and hurt people when I've lived in an emotional mind. That's the bottom line. We've all done it. I've made mistakes and hurt people when I lived in an emotional mind, including myself. When I've been clean and sober on my bipolar meds. Oh, see, why they gotta go? <laughs> I've made many good decisions, but... I'm going to end that way when I've been clean and clear in my thoughts and I channel my energy and I exercise and I meditate and I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and go to the gym and I read and I talk to the kids and I live from purpose every day and I 
keep on fighting to make what I want to happen happen and get the life that I want for myself while I do what I'm supposed to do God's calling I feel higher when I live there when I live in that one I make a lot of good decisions and I've made mistakes but I'm still a good person that overall 98% is still that girl so in our wise mind we're gonna think and we're gonna say when I begin to think negative I remind myself of my positive qualities. Get cocky about it. Get confident about who you are. I talk to these kids and they be in this class whispering, saying they answers. No, I need y'all to yell. I'm loud because I believe what I'm saying. That's what I start to realize. Like, loud people get judged all the time. But guess what? I'd rather be loud than whispering. Somebody got to keep asking, what you say? What you say? No, you heard me. I said, I remind myself of my positive qualities. The good decisions I have made. Because we don't just all make all bad decisions. I do good things. The positive things that go on in my life. When I'm in my healing journey. And how I'm valued by others. I'll turn my mind from the painful lies. And perceptions to the healing truth. Okay guys. And on that note. I want to do a nice little recap on the year. And it's just been so many that that just fed my soul reading that this was my first time reading that and y'all know I just love to share information and it just fed my soul and reminded me that no matter what I've been through I am everything and more no matter what I've been through I am not stupid I am not messed up I deserve the best of everything I deserve love I'm going to continue being a good person I'm going to continue trying to see the good in other people no matter what they do relentlessly because I have to because I have to for myself and for the world to be that example because you got to be it you got to walk it like you took it you got to be the change that you want to see if I really want to see people treating each other better I have to start treating people as good as I can as often as I can and I do I'm not even saying I have to start but I just live my life like it now so I can be the example that I'm trying to see um this year was great. It, it was absolutely amazing. Um, my birthday was in quarantine. It was chill. My birthday is getting ready to come back up, and it's going to be nice dinner with family and friends. I'm excited about that. Um, and then I jumped right into my purpose, and I got my life coaching. I started at the end of January and ended by April 12th. It was a big day for me. What should have been a six-month course is done in three to four and so it made me proud. And literally a week after that, I had got my first book in to do speaking. Didn't even know I was going to be doing speaking from life coaching. Just when you live in your purpose, just allow yourself to be. Stop overthinking everything because you don't even know what you're capable of. I promise you. We don't know what we're capable of, we're capable of until we just be. Until we just do, until we just make sure that everything we do is coming from a place of love and good intention and trying to help somebody else. I'm telling you, you're going to help yourself every single time you help somebody else. It's just the way, the law of attraction. So I started getting my bookings and just like, I'm amazed as the months keep going by, the fear that I have let go of when it comes to talking. I remember my first engagement and I was so nervous and didn't know what to expect. And I still did amazing. 
until now I'm just like let me go talk to these kids real quick and get the heck up out of there because I enjoy it I love it I enjoy them I enjoy learning about what they go through I value them as highly as I value adults because if not more and don't make me get emotional but I value them if not more because it's raw they not they're they're not being fake Adults have had enough time to learn life to be fake, but these kids haven't. (laughs) They haven't had enough time to be fake. So even if they try to be, I see through it because they're still kids. They're still figuring out their personalities, but they give me the role. They give us the learn that there's so much work to be done in this world. And if I could catch it with them, I'm going to do what I can do to catch it with them because they deserve it. I'm so happy to be here, and I'm just going to keep taking it up more and more. My plans, my vision is just to be, you know, the number one speaker in the world on talking about emotional intelligence and digging into how these kids are feeling as it relates to them showing up in school. It's not that I'm teaching mental health, it's that I'm putting a highlight on the fact that everything relates back to it and that we need to check in with the kids at some point. I just went to a a branch of my high school in Astoria and I was so happy because after I left there, the teachers got to see just by the conversation and the questions we were um, I was having with them, the things that they don't get to ask and know on a personal level. When these kids going home and they listening and they on their phone for 20 hours a day, how else was that conversation going to be able to come about if I didn't come in here and get deeper? Yeah, we talking podcasting. I kept it on subject, but I got to get deeper into the emotions behind what is going on between the psychology behind what's going on, between the mental health, between the neglect, between whatever is going on at home that these kids are showing up, they really showing up. Got me jumbling all of my words because it's really that deep. Like, they're not just... However, they are because they want to be it. If you listen to a kid saying they was on their phone on the weekend for 20 hours, the first thing we're thinking is why? Where were their parents? So that you can start understanding what kids are actually being neglected. And as teachers, get some knowledge of, of who you're teaching. So you can have a special care for the ones that's not getting it. If you're really going to be a teacher, there's some special education that needs to be had. There's some special digging and detective work. And so I'm here to be the aid of anybody, any teacher, any school that just needs to know a little deeper what's going on with their students. Because I'm telling you, in a matter of, tw- it don't take me nothing but 20 minutes to get to the bottom of what's the tea. Y'all know I'm so relatable. But anyway, I'm not going to keep going off. That was amazing. It's going to continue to be amazing. I am going to be doing, I've been noticing self-love conversations a lot lately. I love that because what it's given is that the people who want to talk self-love with me, it's been two women so far, or wanted me to be a part of a self-love anything, makes me feel like they see my self-love, my self-worth. They're not going to ask me to talk about something I don't know nothing about. So it makes me feel like, okay, you're doing the work in yourself and it's showing. It's not, although you might post a bunch on Instagram, I have a bunch of content for days because I'm just a content creator and I've always been there. I'm glad they gave it a name, child. Um, But I don't do it for show. I do it to remind myself what needs to be done every day. That I need to work out every day. That I need to keep promoting my businesses every day. That I need to keep putting these messages out there every day. That's all I need to live and do. Wake up and do that every day until God pushes me exactly where I deserve to be. So I'm excited. I'll be doing a self-love conference kind of VIP day. 
coming soon, February 18th, which is a very special day to me. And you guys will be hearing all about that. I'm excited. I'll also be having some young ladies from the mentorship program that I work with, Complete Girls Mentorship, Complete Girls Inc., two young ladies one name is Simone and I I forget the other young lady's name but they're going to be on here and I'm so excited I want them to be comfy and just give these young ladies a platform to talk about what this mentorship program has done for them these young ladies are 18 years old to be in a mentorship program since it started I want to know how has it benefited your life how have you seen things differently so that's going to be beautiful and an inspiration that they can share with their friends to just care about what's important. I went to this elementary school, I mean, um, middle school the other day, my alum middle school, 11 and 12 year olds that care about negative writings, offensive writings on the wall, making their podcast about that, how the lunch makes them tired, um, how immigrants are adjusting in America, anti-bullying, animal testing, like these are 11 and 12 year olds. So all these grown people listening to the podcast right now, please let me know what you're the most passionate about. What social issue do you care about? Because a lot of people don't care about nothing as we start getting older. But I'm not going to keep going off. I'm sorry. I was ending on a good note that I'm happy that the youth is really helping me. They're really, they are really helping me get my messages across. Because I know I have hope in them. When I have those conversations, I have hope. I'm not in this alone. And when I have conversations with people my age, I'm like, okay, there's a few more. But that youth gets me way more excited because they have a fair fighting chance. Life is just a little bit more fresh for them, maybe, hopefully, because child. You know, some of us don't get no childhood, but the teachers don't know that part while they sitting there judging something. Cause anyway, all right, y'all. I love y'all. This has been a very informative episode, and we're going to keep it coming. 2023 is on the way and it's gonna be a ball for sure i'm back on road holly sees it over and out